ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, so I got to go back to BTS. Where did the love begin? <laughs> and, I mean, have, have you been in love with them since they debuted? Uh, they debuted in 2013. Um, I love their music and, uh, like I, I, it wasn't as much of like a, oh my God, they're so beautiful. Like love that I have now, but it was, um, <laughs> but before, like I listened to a couple of K-pop artists, um, back in the day, like the older generations, um, like shiny girls, generation, Psy, Jesse, all those things. And, you know, I just like the beat was just like, K-pop. I don't know if I've ever listened to K-pop like in a whole, but like, it's, it gets you popping like you're about yeah, to dance. Yeah. But you're like, yeah. hey, this is catchy. I don't know what they're saying, but yes. So <laughs> as time went on, like, and they became more in your face, like, and then they got older, obviously, because the youngest debut when he was like 14. Oh, wow. So, you know, at that time, and like I was in college, and like I remember when Gangnam Style came out, and all of a sudden, everyone in America is like, what is, what, what is this? Like oh. K-pop, all that stuff. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in. Pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Is it weird for you to have to wear all these shirts that obviously don't fit any longer? (laughs) What do you mean? Nothing. Nothing. Mean? did you see my new shirt i do I icarus bell baby i do like it yeah like- you know which size shirt this is though <laughs> do you want me to answer that three nice triple porn xl nice i know i like it just because it's triple x baby well can't go wrong with triple x so tonight's guest is a seat filler it's one of her jobs and she was a seat filler last night at the billboard music awards you know we got to rename it podcast now you know that right we have to rename this podcast? Yeah. Why? Well, it's going to be Cocktails with Nipples in the Foot Scabber. In the Foot Scabber? <laughs> That's the best you could call it? Or Scabby? I'd go with the Scabby. With Dimples and Scabby? And, and Scabby. Okay. You hijacked my bringing up what, who our guest is for that? Well, you jumped in too quickly. No, I didn't. We got like five minutes because you had to go take your one last lady tinkle. I know. It felt so good. I like the, I don't want it on my brain. Oh my God. So I need to always do the last tick. You never pass up an opportunity to pee. Oh, is that where you're at now? Oh yeah. My age. Fuck yeah. You got All right. it. All right. Oh! 
God. How's it, how's it going over there? Scabby. <laughs> Scabby. Uh-oh. I don't have headphones no more. Tuck Remember? Tuck it under your leg. No, it's good. It's good. I stepped on it with Scabby. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the easiest way to deal with a, uh, a, a horrendous nickname that somebody gives you is to just embrace it. Yeah. You got to dive embrace right in it. yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, Scabby stepped on it. Yeah. I got a really fucked up heel. The, the, the skin is, is incredibly dry and like six inches thick. And and I'm sorry, but if you had what I have, isn't that uh, what's the name of that? Corn? No, I don't know. Bunion? Bunion? Corn? Like no, a bunion's on your toes. Corn? Like in? Like in? Is it just toes? Bunion? You can have a bunion on your foot, can't you? I don't. That's no, a I great didn't... topic. Oh my god. Anyway, so, so the... tell me if you didn't have this six inches of dead skin on your heel that was easily accessible and you could pull stuff off of it, you wouldn't do it because it's so fucking satisfying. It's incredible. So that's all that matters. Yeah. That you get so I, and it grossed you out that I put it on the table and I don't care. Well, I know you don't care. Yeah, I don't care. A little bit. This is uh, this is my table as much as it is yours. So I mean, at least during the podcast. Back in grade school, Scabby. We had um is that where your name came from? Is that where this name came from? No. Um, but we did something to a so a girl we went to grade school with. I was one of those. If this is a story where you're mean to a grade school girl, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, we are. So we, it was one of those. Like we, you know, mm. we're quite into girls, but you didn't know that you like girls, but you did like girls, and you wanted to. So we were tease this one girl. I remember, she was like one of the cutest girls. Thing. So we're pretty smart. Me and my buddy, not this Dan, but a different Dan. There was me and two other Dan's, and his brother Adam was cutting his toenails, and they were big and they were disgusting and he had all these long clippings and he was holding them mm. to clip them all at once and is like in his bed we'd always go in his room and always get out of here you two um but for some reason we we're in there that day talking to him listen to a probably like a Cheech and chong or steve martin album and then all of a sudden he's clipping his toenails and we're like that's disgusting so we had this idea that we took all the toenails <laughs> put them in an envelope with a love letter and gave it to her in the morning <laughs> So when she opened it, it, I'm not laughing because it's funny because it's disgusting and we're icky boys. <laughs> and her desk was always really big, disgusting toenails. We might have gotten in trouble for that. But um, that's my that's my toenail disgusting story. That's mean. It was very mean. Um, Dan, you know what it is. You are. I wonder. Do you know who she is now? Did I have you? no idea what her name is. Oh. No clue. I would be. I would love to reach out to her. There's so many like wow. grade school girls. I'd love to reach out to. Her. Probably can't reach out to her. She probably killed herself. <laughs> oh, that was so gross. They're just toenails. I know, but it, they were so big. They were so disgusting. People's disgust with these things is just. Well, okay. As a grade school girl, you got an envelope, and we. I think we played it off like we're sorry for all the teasing we did. We want to make amends. We wanted to give you something, and then when they opened it, it was. I remember it. I mean, here's why Here's why I could do it, and you couldn't say that's mean, and why you did it, but it's mean. We did it to be mean. Because I don't think that toenails are fucking gross. So I'm like, big deal. Yeah, but you cut them at work. You, I, No, I don't. You readily admit that you think they're fucking disgusting. Well, and then you gave them to some girl. <laughs> yep. That's just mean. When you, when you, when somebody, yeah, I, I give, I mean, I get it. It's not the worst <laughs> thing in the world, but when you, when somebody else is cutting them in there and they were, oh, 
I give Leah these these just like this long after he cut them. I give Leah these dead heel skin scabs as a sign of my affection. Well, because I think they're awesome, so I give them to her. That's love. I know. Everybody's got their kink. I and it's not a kink. It's me. It's me giving her a gift. From you, from you, straight from your body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. I'm glad she appreciates it. I think she does. She save them. I don't know. I'd ask. She save them like um years later. She can. Well, I'll ask. Like like press a rose that someone gave petals. She presses your. I'll tell you what. We'll ask her this weekend. We will do that. Yeah, we'll make we'll put her on the spot and make her answer that and see if she's got my collection of dead eel skin somewhere. Let's get drunk and then record it. All right. Without further ado, the beautiful Priscilla Moy. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? We are fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Nice Good. to finally meet you. You guys look great and awesome and ready. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You are prepared. Look at your setup. We are ready to. Well, what's yeah, this? This is our first time. Yeah, this is episode sixty something. So we've done this a few times now. We're we're by, getting there. By any means, we're not professionals. Or do we have this down? <laughs> Wait. You look like it though. That's Techni- that's the good part. Technically, we are professionals. We've been paid slightly for this, ah. <laughs> but no longer. But so we we were professionals. So, now we're back to amateur status, and we fooled some people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but you are a professional, and thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Honestly, like. I'm just an average regular girl, you know, who likes to drink beer. Like, don't mind me. Professional, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> and what, we will get into that professional in a lot of. I was gonna say, what title do we use? Professional model. So many actress. areas. Whatever you want to call me, honestly, I feel like I like being a jack of all trades. So yeah. I mean, well, yeah. well, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. You, 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 yeah, we'll 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 get into that. Um, because you you're dabbling in everything, it's just got to be part of your letting you know your expressiveness out is what we'll 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 tap into that. That's awesome. Yes, for sure. So let's uh, introduce Priscilla Moy, correct? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Welcome. And you are out. You're out in the Vegas area, correct? Yes, I am. And we we Great uh, Sin City. Yeah, <laughs> we uh we have quite a connection with the city. We've had a, quite a few guests now from from Vegas and. Yeah, we, we learned of you when we had Tori Ellis on and uh, and decided to reach out to you. And we, we've also talked with uh, Adrian Leon and who's a movie director out there that Tori was in his movie. And so we have we have quite a few ties to people out there now in Vegas. So, yeah, that's good. There's a lot of great people out here. You know, it's a very underrated city. You know, people always have a stigma of what they think Vegas is and which, it you know, it is and it can be. But at the same time, it's also a city full of like many opportunities. Yeah, um, which a lot of people don't realize, but I guess it's better for us that come and live here and take them. So you know, take advantage of it. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And well, we're getting you fresh off of the Billboard Music Awards. I am. Yes, yes. I how? see you're watching, but yeah, I, I, I am. How I was, was your night? Over there. It was great. It was. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I've been to a couple of music awards since moving out here, and they're all been different in their own right. Okay. You know, you never really know what to expect. Um, what you'll be doing, who you'll meet, you know, so it was pretty cool. There was a lot of people there. Um, I think not as many as past as my first billboards, okay. but um, I was coming straight off the Grammy. So it was completely opposite experience. 
you know, this is way louder. A lot of people have more freedom to just enjoy themselves concert wise. Like that's the kind of vibe I felt versus the Grammys. It's way more sophisticated. It reminded me kind of like how you would see the Oscars in acting. So, but it's a fun experience, like just to see what it's like being there instead of just watching it at home on the big screen. Can imagine. Yeah. It's amazing. And you were, you were uh, sitting right in the front row, it looked like. Oh, yes, I was. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, oh, so this is how it's set up. Interesting. Okay, I'll take it. Heck yes. Yes. How, so how did you get involved with that aspect of all the award show? Music, it seems like music. And you mentioned um, the, you know, the Oscars or the Golden Globes. Is it strictly music that you're, you're working with? Well, right now, like, because I'm in Vegas and I'm taking advantage of whatever comes here. You know, okay. music is actually the only type of award shows that have been out here because everything's either held on the East Coast or like in LA. Right. You know, um, mostly all the, like the, I think the Tonys probably are in New York, but like sure. the Emmys and Oscars and uh, um, SAG after all those are probably out in LA. Um, so for right now, luckily, because I think Vegas is slowly building up and everyone's starting to recognize it as a place that they can film, they could do all of these things, record, have concerts, because now we have Allegiant Stadium they're just bringing whatever they can here. I mean, we got lucky with the Grammys because that was canceled. That was originally supposed to be in LA, but we got it. So whatever actually, just whatever happens on here, I'm just trying to get involved with, you know, part of marketing, branding type of business wise for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're in modeling, obviously you want your face seen as much as possible. So getting to these kind of events is I mean, first of all, you, I mean, just how cool is it to be able to go to those events and then when right, it's kind of right. your job. <laughs> right. And that's, that's mostly a thing for me. Cause right now, like I'm humble in the aspect where it's like, if there's an opportunity and it's, even if I'm just going there, I'm not actually performing or like actually sitting with celebs. Like if I get the chance, it's great. But if not, I'm like, Hey, I'm here. I did yeah. it. I somehow got in. Like you meet a lot of people there too, that aren't involved in music, you know, production companies, you get involved with those. Like you meet people there and then even if you meet celebrities me if i have an event where i can dress up and show my own style my fashion sense that someone asks me what i do you don't know who you'll meet you know and it's just kind of it's a networking um yeah type of strategy in a way yeah so do you have restrictions like do they tell you no talking to stars or this you have to wear this certain kind of dress or anything like that or is it no, you, you do. do. You. There are a lot, depending on how big the event is. The Grammys, they took our phones. We were not allowed to have our phones. Um, and then they give you like wardrobe, what to wear, what not to wear, um, kind of the mood board. But I normally would look on past events just to feel the vibe, right? Because Grammys are completely different than the billboards. I'm like, okay, what would stars wear on the red carpet? And then the VMAs, if you're thinking about MTV Music Awards, like that's a completely different ballpark. <laughs> Um, but then and the country music say, award you did that as well the country the, that's got to be right yeah yeah that's but yeah they do say not to be extra because i know a lot of people will you know they'll be like oh you know can i get your snapchat can i get all of that and they try to tell you like don't be obnoxious yeah you know what i mean and you try like i never want to bother the big celebs and be like can i take a selfie like you don't want to act like a fangirl when yeah. technically you're there as a colleague. Right? right. And so, and I see it, like if I didn't do this full time, I think I would have less shame into like fangirling or going up to them and like one time deal. 
But in the future, I think of if these people end up being my professional colleagues and they see me as that, I don't want them to remember me as, oh my God, you were that girl that like ran up to me and I was unprepared and <laughs> right. screaming. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Part of it is, is, I mean, if that's the life you want to be involved in, you have to make it, you have right. to be involved now. Your own. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to just be as one, right. you know, act as if. You, I think like the you only there. person I freaked out for were BTS, the K-pop <laughs> band. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm such a fan. When I saw them, like right here, I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> well, I was going to ask now, girl. Like, which was which yeah. was who did you meet that was the hardest to <laughs> contain yourself? And obviously, there you go. Um, yeah, that, that, that it was BTS. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? They are so big. It's un. Not that they don't well deserve, but when yeah. you think you know how big they are they're like three 10 times bigger than you yeah think. wow yeah, the power they have is actually unreal i tell people i'm like you know they're powerful when the whole city of las vegas like changes everything they shut down like there's pop-ups happening there's after parties happening they turn the strip purple and that's their color and then they have all of okay. these things just bowing down to like seven men from korea it's actually amazing that's so, crazy i can't I, yeah I, I mean, as much as I love music and some of the big musicians that have been, like, I can't think of anything like that. Oh, where, you know, they're worldwide. Where, you, like, even the yes. Beatles, like, you think of the Beatles and how they, they weren't changing cities for the beat. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. crazy how popular it is. Yeah. K pop is its own, its own genre. You yeah. know, um, I'm a big K pop stan and I see the difference between the type of fans that k-pop has and like how they act like that's normal in the k-pop world but like now that it's moving and making being so global and out here on the west to us it's like we've never seen anything like this you know what yeah. i mean because but that's like when i'm listening to other music see these other bands and i go to k-pop nights like at the club or something and that's how they act for every band you know mm -hmm. they have pictures of them they have different chants they you know all of these different things and it's actually amazing you know sure oh i uh boy this had to have been five years ago if not more uh an ex-girlfriend's daughter went to chicago to see him and it was like 10 minutes the it sold out the biggest one in, and she yeah. was like the furthest roll back just to, yeah. lucky to get a ticket yeah um, that's crazy yeah. so my question and we don't have to unless you want to spend the whole time talking about them <laughs> Oh, I could, honey. Like, you, don't don't test me. I will make a whole time about BCS. You know what? I mean, to yeah, be quite, I was gonna ask. Yeah, you probably could. To be quite honest, with how popular they are, that's probably in our best interest. Is if we sure. just talk about them the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, from we'll say five years ago, is it the same members? Yeah. Like, oh, it is. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I thought that they cycled through the, the the members to keep them young and that's what i thought no. i read somewhere in my way they off debut um what happens in k-pop is they audition for labels and they become a trainee so they train in like modeling dance singing things like that and then when a label is ready to make a band they pick throughout the trainees based on their personality how well they think they'll go and then they'll make them a group uh -huh. and then they have like a whole debut process and then mm -hmm. from then on, they just constantly release music, doing promo stuff. The work ethic in South Korea is like extreme, you know, yeah. nonstop work. They can't date. They can't just go out whenever they want to. It's nothing uh, like Western culture. So, okay. Yeah. 
Well, what amazes me is when you watch them, the, how physical they are, and they sound still, you know, good live singing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yes. dancing and do those moves. I'm like, they're actually in shape. I'm out of breath <laughs> watching you. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's like every song, they have a different routine that they got to remember. It, it, it's, I love dance, you know, watching like musicals. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's really cool to watch. Yeah, for sure. The stamina is crazy, but that's what they train for. And that's why it's its own thing. You know, they have their own standards sure. and everything has to be very meticulous. So I, I value that. I admire that. I think that's part of the why I like K-pop because because I feel like I can relate to that type of work ethic in a way, you know, when it comes to my own art and the things that I do, you know. Yeah, yeah I was going to say you're, you're obviously, and I say this with, you're obviously a hustler. I mean, you got a million things going on and Instagram, there's always something and, yes. and uh, we, 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 not too long ago spoke to a, a, a woman who's a model on OnlyFans and she was kind of this, just had that a same spirit where I could just tell she just grinds and goes and, and mm-hmm. she's going to make it, you know, like there's no doubt she's going to make oh, it. Oh yeah. And I get the same thing when I, when I, you know, peek at your Instagram and see what's going on. Oh, so. thank you. I mean, that's the, the mindset. Cause I'm like, you think about like, what am I doing all of this for? Yeah. You know, am I just going to stop one day and be like, you know, you know what, I'm just going to go to a nine to five. You know, at this point in my life, I've been doing this over a decade. It's just like, now there's no turning back. Like I have to make this happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone's watching now at this point. We yes. can't disappoint everybody. So I'm just like, <laughs> all right, just keep the motivation going, you know? Yeah. Is, is it, that's hard. That's a lot. It is. Yeah. You know, because then as time goes on, people are watching your progress. And in the beginning, there was a lot of, especially people who had access to me, you know, family, friends, people I went to school, like whether I liked them or not, like whether they believed in me or not. But it's a lot of like, "Mm, I don't know, like, yeah, you have this dream, but you have a backup plan, all these things. But then as slowly as time went on, you know, people are starting to see like, oh, she wasn't playing around. Like she's out here doing it. And now at the point where I'm at now, everyone's just like rooting for me. Yeah. And so now to me, I'm just like, okay, I can't disappoint them. I mean, but most of all, I don't want to disappoint myself because I look at my growth and I'm like, look at what I've accomplished so far. Like I can't stop now. I mean, I'm not even where I want to be yet. So at this point, I'm like, if I could do everything I've done now, I could do everything else. Yeah, no, absolutely. You just, can. To speak to that, I'll tell everybody to go uh, go to your website and look at your your job resume that you, you have posted on your website because <laughs> and get ready to scroll. Yeah, we, we like to do research <laughs> for these things, believe it or not. And I started looking. I'm like, there's too much to write down. We'll just. <laughs> yeah, you, there, I mean, there, eventually there I'll trim it down when I don't need one anymore, but I yeah. keep it that way just so people don't put me in a box. Oh, and I know. I think it's great. Like I said, it shows the hustle. I mean, you you obviously are, and the the versatility of uh, what you can do, right? Which, yeah. Real real quick to touch on, you went going back. uh, You went to school at Illinois. Yes, Illinois Wesleyan University. I'm from Chicago originally. So okay, yeah. Thank you. So that's wait. Hold on one second. And you have a bachelor's of fine arts. We we have we have old fashions in front of us, and when you said you liked old fashions, I was like. Why would she let, but you, I get it. You're a Midwest girl. So yes, so the old, I'm <laughs> I am like, a shy town girl. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah the, the old fashioned makes sense then. So yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it, it's good. And that's what we are you know, drinking tonight for you is yeah. some old fashions. Yes. Turn up, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> they're very Midwest and they're delicious. So how long were you in Chicago? 
So I was born and raised in Chicago. Okay. Um, and I, in 2011, I went to Illinois Wesleyan University and that's in Southern Illinois. So if you're aware of where ISU is, Illinois State, it's in the same town. Okay. Um, and this school, I went here because I had a very good reputation in the theater industry, like very high. Um, uh, I, know, I don't know if you know of an actor named Richard Jenkins. He's a lot older now, but he's a graduate oh, of okay. there. Phenomenal. Yes. And so, he's... yeah, they have four departments in theater. They have BFA Music Theater, uh, BFA Acting, BA in Theater, and then BFA Design Tech. And so it's a private school. I mean, it's also big in nursing, but I went there because I was like, okay, if anything, number one has a good reputation for having good training. People know of the school, they know the professors. So it's credible. Yeah. And then also I wanted the intense training because I had mostly done only theater acting like in high school and younger, but I wanted to be a good actor. I was like, all right, well, right now I'm only, I was 18 at this point. I was only used to hearing rejection, right? With modeling, like, getting bullied a lot in school. Like I was never the type where you would look at me and be like, okay, she's going to succeed. She's totally though. You should, you should be an actress. You should be a model. And so I was like, okay, if anything, at the end of the day, I don't want someone to say, okay, well, not only does she have, she's Asian, she's petite, she's this, that, and the third, but then she also can't act and she also can't, what sets her apart from everyone else. Yeah. So I was like, okay, just study, take your time right now. There's no rush to be like, I need to be a star now. Um, so I went there for the acting intensive and honestly, like, I think it definitely paid off. Um, okay. like it was private schools. You can already can tell how expensive that was, but then at the <laughs> end of the day and like I suffered and it was like the hardest time of my life was getting that degree, but now being out here in the business and being able to be, have that foundation, um, I feel like I'd be able to take on any job. If that makes sense. It does. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And Absolutely. it seems um, like you've got a lot of acting things coming up. I Vegas do. Yeah. That they just yeah, I'm working on a couple been released films yet, now. Yeah. Many? I have one lead that I'm filming next week for. Okay. Um, right now I'm working on a movie with Netflix. Um, and I finished up filming a couple of films already. They're in post-production. Nice. So we'll see. You know, yeah. you do these jobs and then after it's done, you're like, okay, next. Yeah. And then, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I count a whole bunch coming out um, that, I, that I saw. Songbird is coming yes. out. Yeah. And these are a lot That's of these are filmed in Vegas, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we filmed that in early January, so. Okay. Yeah. Filmed it, move on. Yep. And I was already had a bunch of other things lined up, you know, because when you're working actor and you don't already have that you know reputation as an elite and you can relax for like a month or two <laughs> you know you always have to keep it going because then at the same time you're worried about being forgotten you know yeah um, there's that whole thing if you're not at that level where people already know your name and you can take the time to do whatever you want to do and that you have the financial stability to do so you have to continue to just while you're doing one job you're in the middle of submitting for a bunch of other things or finding yeah. out and that's part of the job as well. And that's what's so hard is just finding what's happening. Who do I need to talk to? Where do I have to submit? You know, that, that one in itself is the hard part. And I think doing the actual job to me is the easy part. I'm like, okay, I got it now. Whew. Now yeah. I can just do what I meant to do, you know? I, I, I hear that 100% because it's a lot like this where 
doing doing the interview part of this is great and everything else like editing the video and <laughs> all that other stuff is like oh man but getting to do this part of it is so awesome that you're like okay i'll deal with that part so right yeah definitely getting new people is awesome yeah yeah so when, when when you do act what do you prefer the most drama um, comedy i like drama i just like things that are different you know i get bored really easily which is why I do this job um, because everything, each job is different and it's yeah. a new challenge to me. So my biggest fear I will say is that people put me into a, a typecast or a box or a stereotype. Like they can only see me do one thing, yeah. which is why I make sure to promote that I do a million different things yeah, or different absolutely. interests. So then people are just like on edge, like what is she gonna do next? Or, you know what I mean? I want that to be what defines me is that like I could do anything like be anything you know you see the actors that play one type of role and each role they're the same and then some actors that can literally like one movie and then they're complete opposite another movie and it just shows their range right. and that to me is what makes a great actor so to yeah. me i think i'm up for anything you know but yeah. nothing so you don't if you had a choice i i like dramas dramas would be your first um, okay yeah i i do i love a drama and i love things that make people think and feel. So something that's a little more dynamic. You know, like we're all used to the whole like romance drama, romance comedy, and that's very common. Everyone should, yeah. has films out here right now that are between a married couple, problems in a relationship, which isn't bad. But at the same time, like after a while, like I like things that are, you know, you sit there and you're just like, wow, there's so much to the backstory of this character. Like, you know, you think like the film I'm working on now that I'll film next week is just about this girl that's going through. Um, she used to be a sniper. And so she now she's taking revenge on her sister's death. And it has to do with like a, a dating website. And she's trying to find who it is. So you see little bits and clips. And then you find out later as time moves on why she makes certain actions. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, just oh, things like that, you know, like keep you on your toes. Yeah. So when you get a role like that and you they they lay out to a point, you know, this is your backstory. Do you like, do you end there or do you try and extend the backstory to help you with, get that character? Or do you leave it on the page? Um, it's a, see, some writers and some directors, they um, love writing a backstory. Like they have like a whole paragraph and then some are very open-ended. Um, so it's up to you to ask those questions. And it's also up to you to just create that. Um, each director is different. Some directors love improv. So they're just kind of like just going with it and being like, is this sure. realistic? Is yeah. this not realistic? And then some are very, no, this is my vision. This is definitely has to be. So that's also where you have to be able to be a good enough actor where you can switch that and be like, will this person let me take that risk? Or, you know, and then it's dependent on the script. So if I'm looking at scenes and I'm reading it and I'm thinking of, okay, this is a general backstory. I just need to know the reason why I'm saying something or doing something. And that's enough for me to be able to play that character in the right emotion in that moment. Okay. So yeah, it helps with more of a backstory, but if I get a general one and the screenplay is not that intense where there's a period piece or it's a sci-fi piece right. and I don't have to do as much, then I could just take it from, okay, will this character be more like this? Just from my own experiences with life and meeting different types of people and i can categorize where that character would be placed that's yeah 
Yeah, that's got to be the fun very part. Complex. Acting is very complex. It's so much more than what a lot of people think it would be, but it's just understanding humans yeah. and how complex right. that we are because we're not black or white. Like yeah. we're just all a bunch of different things, million reasons why they would do this one thing, but you just have to decide and make that decision. So you got to figure it out. <laughs> and that's yeah, why I, you, you'd honestly do. And then hope the audience is with you on it. Yeah. Right. Cause that's what matters. Right. Yeah. That's why, you know, there are people out there that think, and they look at actors and think how easy that must be. And then you go, really, have you ever tried that? It's not, oh. it's not easy. Like, yeah, you exactly. Know? And then there's a bunch of people watching you either a camera or an audience. Right. And then even when you're doing a film, there's like how many crew members, yeah. Right. And then they're all sitting there waiting for you not to mess up because we're on a time crunch. You've already been here eight hours. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and it's just then it's all about the face, too. You know, we have close ups and you have to really just show that and then hope that the audience feels it, too. Right. Because if not, then you're just kind of like one of those cringy actors that's like, you know, and but so it's a lot. So but I've done a couple action films. I love that, too. You well, know, anything that challenges me to learn something new, I think is a lot of fun. So with action movies, are you able to use your your dance knowledge into an action sequence as far as yeah, and actually, or fighting? Yeah. Okay. It, I was actually telling my um, cousin's husband recently because we we're watching Jumanji Next Level and there's like huge fight sequences in that. And he knows that I've been working on a couple of films that have a lot of um, fights in them. So he's like, oh, like you're able to do this, you're able to do this. And to me, I'm like, yeah, I mean... Honestly, like there's a lot more if, like if you're doing a lot of flips and stuff, but I have um, a background in gymnastics. But to me, I'm like, you don't understand how many times you practice the same like moves in sequence over and over. And then when you're filming it, you know, they do one little part like two times from different angles. Right. And then you redo it how many more times to get it. So by then it just becomes like a dance to me because you're not actually right. using force and fighting people. So they're moving with you and you're moving with them as long as you don't mess up right mm -hmm. and then as you're acting and you're just making it look like it hurts and you're you're struggling you know yeah. so to me it's i'm thankful that i have um dance and gymnastics background and that i'm also like um you know very physically active and you know sporty and all that where i'm able to move like that I was so, say, yeah you you do some muay thai yeah. training too don't you yeah yeah so. and i do high intensity interval workouts that's the type of workouts that i like to do at home so yeah, like insanity, too. yeah. <laughs> T25, a bunch of that. Something quick but effective. Is right. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do the same. Yeah, there you go. I, rem I remember when I was trying to still be young, them P90X mornings. <laughs> no. It's, it's tough, right? Like people are just like, oh, oh. okay, at home workouts. I'm like, they're very effective. I hate the, 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 the plyometrics day where you just got to jump around for a half hour. Yeah. Minutes. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Can't do it. Sorry, Tony Hart. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but see, that helps with my modeling too, because now I any pose I could do, I'm jumping, I can be high in the air, you know, I can do a lot of poses models can't do. So at the end of the day, when I look back on everything that I've done and like, I'm like, thank God, you know, I took the time to do all those things and just kind of slowly learn because now it's going to set me apart from everyone else, you yeah, know, for sure. Well, it does. And you, um, and I don't know how long ago you posted it about like runway models. And you're like, yep, say I'm too petite. And then you had a video of you doing it. And oh, it's yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. There you go. Yes. You yes. don't need to be tall. You can do it. No. So wait, may yeah. I ask, may I ask the personal question? Just how tall are you? 
<laughs> I'm five two. Okay, so you're not tiny. I mean, five two is. I mean, in supermodel world, I guess it is. Supermodel. <laughs> yeah, but I wear heels all the time, so a lot of people forget that I'm uh, as short as I am because, like, when they see me, I'm normally like not that short. And when I take it off, they're like, oh. <laughs> or in pictures, like I look a lot taller because of how I pose. So then when they meet me in person, they're like, oh my gosh, or I take a picture with someone who's like six feet. They're like, oh, you're actually not tall. I'm like, okay, thank you. I understand, <laughs> you know. So, so it is a struggle being short in height and being like, obviously you're incredibly beautiful. I would <laughs> think, I mean, I would think that just the face and everything translates to, yep, I'm, I'm a model. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you would be surprised. Um, I even had an agent that I recently thankfully dropped, you know, <laughs> tell me to my face that, you know, you always have that one short girl that's friends with a designer that ruins the whole show. Like only tall girls are beautiful in gowns and beautiful in clothing. Like, you know, oh. so People so say wrong. that to my face, like this day and age, because they're stuck in the old school of what they think looks amazing. Yeah. And so, but that was my whole motivation as to why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I'm like, I want to revolutionize that. Like, you don't have to be tall, like, because back in the day, they would rather choose if I went with my portfolio and how I am now. And then another model who is 5'11", barely any experience, they will choose that model over me because right. that woman, they think that they can mold them into being being able to walk being able to take pictures because at least she physically has what they're looking for because a lot of designers when they make their clothing for the runway it's made for that height so they need girls that are that height um but you know so to me i'm just like okay well like once again i'm just gonna make sure that i'm great enough where you can't ignore me you actually see that i'm good at it and then make, hopefully that will change how we see models and yeah, then i can always. hopefully be can always hem the yeah. dress up. I was going to say, if you're a good designer, you can't make a dress for a girl who's five two. <laughs> well, you, right. you definitely can see from your Instagram um, how photogenic you are. I mean, you you don't take a bad picture. Oh, <laughs> I mean, thank you. you That's a lot don't. of hard work that I learned to do. You so well, you mastered it. That's for sure. Because I mean, thank every you. pose looks natural. You don't look like you're trying. It doesn't look like you're forced at all. It just is natural, and it's amazing looking. Thank you. Well, I welcome. appreciate it yes. a lot. <laughs> um, quick on your dance. Have you ever, and apologies if I don't know this, have, have you ever done dancing in a movie? Like as a, you know, a dance movie, I guess you should say. A dance movie? No, I have not okay. done a dance movie. Yeah. No, I've yet. done dance. Yeah, yet. I'm always up for a challenge. So I definitely would fake it oh, till I make it and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got this and then deep down i'd be like girl you better just work 10 times as hard but no i mean i've only done photos okay yeah and then like little dance um how do you call it like little videos of sure. like you know do a cover i should say covers of like k-pop choreo but that's for my own personal sure to the side and then i've only done dance concerts like in, in school because i got a minor in theater dance Right. So when I was in college, I did that too, but never a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yet. Like, yeah. That's what we gotta say is yeah. Fake it to you, but you don't have to fake it. You'll be you'll. <laughs> they'll be lucky to get you so into a dance movie. Um, within Vegas, that movie scene seems to be popping, even though it's a lot of independent. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of independent yeah. movies, which 
Um, maybe you don't have the whole time to do takes over and over again, but boy, the, it seems like the shooting schedule of those independent movies <laughs> is is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's a the lot shortest... of there are big productions coming in town, but okay. those are already cast for principals, right? So then the chances of doing that, like you're either background or you know, you're doing stunts or you're doing something featured, but it's never oh. the lead. You know what I mean? So yeah. there are, yeah. like I did a film um, with Wesley Snipes and Tiffany Haddish. Um, so that was fun. So a lot of people, a lot of things are coming here, but it's trying to be the lead of those big films that Which already that, are being like, oh yeah, we're coming to Vegas. I'll be like, okay, send me the audition. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And that was yeah. back to the strip, correct? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that's coming out? It hasn't come that out yet? That is. I, I don't see the funny thing is after these movies, like you never know when things happen. Commercials too. Like I never found out that a commercial I did with Ben Affleck was out until someone saw me on TV. I was like, oh. Oh, wow. That's fun. I didn't know, <laughs> but that's cool. A commercial you know. with Ben Affleck. What, what is this commercial for? Where would he find, where it do we was find this? For, <laughs> he has a sporting app going oh. on with the win. Um, oh, okay. And it's called Win Bet. Okay. And... Yeah, nice. it was shot at the win, and it just was, yeah, once um, pandemic, I mean, all the things lifted, he then hurried and filmed this thing, and then when everyone was trying to come back to Vegas, because Vegas was opening sure. up, he planned, and he just released that commercial, and then everyone started coming. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see a picture of you with him, so yeah. it seemed like he took a selfie with you. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, it was so... I. That was one of those things I was not allowed to do, but you know me, I was going to push it because it was either him or Shaq. Shaq was there as well. But who ended up getting me the photo was Jennifer Lopez's mom because I ended up being moved to a scene with her. And this was before they even announced that they were dating again. So I was sitting there. I did not know that this woman was JLo's mom. Everyone was like, oh, she's here. She's here. I'm like, which one is that? So I ended up talking to her. And then as time went on, the thing she was saying, she's like, oh, you know, I've known Ben for so long. Or, oh, Ben and I go way back. Like, he loves me. I love him. And I'm like, Uh, doing the math. I'm like, wait. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. So then I like was just, you know, conversing with her, like as a friend wise. And I was like, oh, you know, you think that he would, you know, take a photo with me? She's like, oh yeah, like, let me ask him. He'd do anything for me. So then she asked him <laughs> for me. And then he, he was like, oh, of course, you know. So, Perfect. So you yeah. didn't ask, you didn't ask him directly. So no, because the crew was watching, like the people would run up to Shaq and they would be like, stop. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm going to get kicked off this set, you know? Sure. So sure. Well, yeah. to be fair, you'd have been up to his kneecap. So <laughs> exactly. What kind that of would have been funny, that? though. A lot of people are like, oh, we would have loved to see the height difference between yeah. you and Shaq. I'm like, that would have been hilarious. It so. would have been a good photo, but it had been from behind back. You'd have to stand back to take it. And I got to believe if, if you like Shaq, just everything you hear about Shaq, what a great guy he seems to be. I'm sure he'd have been fine taking a picture, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, a he lot seems of people like were. FaceTiming. Oh my, my brother loves you. But anytime I try to go up, like a crew member stopped me and I was like, oh great, of course. Like whenever I do it, you know, (laughs) so, but I got Ben Affleck. So it doesn't matter. No one else did. They tried to afterwards. And then the crew was like, no, we gotta go. You gotta move. So I'm like, did it the right way. Right. (laughs) Oh, you always get up the mom. Yeah. There you go. Get the mother-in-law involved. (laughs) Yep. Future mother-in-law. Um, but back to that movie, that's a big cast. Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes, Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. Did you get to hang yeah. out with any of them? Um, yeah, Davey I did Smooth? a lot of scenes. You'll see me in there. I'm very featured because I was the Hilarious. least bridesmaid. Um, oh, nice. So okay. and they always put me up there like 
and I was even in the room, I originally did not know. Like, they never tell you who is on these movies, like, when you get cast, right? They keep it very vague. They don't tell you where it is until the night before. Oh. So you go there, and you're like, you look familiar. <laughs> like, is it? And you're, like, on your phone secretly looking up these actors and, like, oh, my God, it is. So I've had a lot of scenes with him and, like, Bill Bellamy and a lot of great actors. And it was a lot of fun. It was a multiple-day shoot, and yeah that's so cool you know yeah fun it is um but the big movie where you're in for scenes or the independent completely different atmosphere i would imagine oh yeah it, it is and and the structure and the organization is completely different too um and the standards are different because a lot of times you just hope um that these people actually do what they say they're going to do you know there's a whole like trust that you have to have especially when you're at a level like for me now i'm trying to be more selective as time goes on yeah um, with who i work with like how much i'll do things for and like who's involved and looking at the quality i'm just like do i want to be involved with that because i've been on so many sets where it's just traumatic you know <laughs> like something goes wrong people are freaking out or the pay's delayed like it's just a lot of different things that'll go into these films that you have to hope that everyone knows what they're doing and has their stuff together because if not, it falls on everyone else. And then you hope that the product even comes out because now people know you're filming and they're expecting to see it and then people fall short and it's not up to the actor. You just sure. go there, you do your job and you leave and it's up to post-production, right? you know, things like that and hope other actors are on time or they don't drop out. So, so have you, that's have you, the difference. Yeah. Have you, have you filmed in anything or, you know, that didn't end up coming out? Have you oh, had a lot that? of things. Oh, really? A lot of things. Yeah. And where I've had to hound people because like at the same time, I'm like, hey, you don't understand. Like either it was something that I did for trade. I'm just like, you know, you said this is supposed to be this. Not that I'm that trusting, but at least want a final product for my reel. Yeah, you know, because exactly. I want to start yeah. creating a compilation reel with different um, genres of acting. But when you're waiting on people to get their stuff done and then they just ghost you because they couldn't hold up their end of the bargain or, you know, they had a falling out with so-and-so. So now they're not doing this. Or then that person's just blaming it on someone else. And then they're also blaming it on you. Like, it's just a whole, it's a, it becomes a mess. Yeah, and sure. people don't understand that that's also so much stress under me and part of the job where like you just deal with these random situations that no other career I feel like has to go through that you just sit here and you're just dealing with people being like this and then they get uh, angry and intimidated by someone else then they have a falling out so now they're at odds now the whole project is on hold so it's just very that's what I worry about because I've been on multiple ones where I've even been targeted myself and yeah. I pray that my reputation won't be ruined because then they're like, Oh, I know so-and-so I'm going to tear you down, things like that. And then you're just sitting there like, what the heck do I do? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just was trying to do my job, you know, just do it my job. Yeah. I'm just yeah. here. I'm just uh, here to act. Just let me act. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And you can't, that's the thing with this career is everyone's at each other's throats for no reason. Cause to me, I'm not like that. I'm just here to work with people like-minded people. And when let's just, get stuff done but other people then get intimidated or then they try to you know befriend you for the wrong reasons or they start doing this just because they want to use it to one-up each other yeah right or they don't like that you're doing better so now they're going to try to make you look bad so that's also a big side of the industry no one talks about because they're scared they're going to be viewed as the one that's bad because you're the only one talking right, right. about sure it being bad so but that's part of me where i'm just like okay well 
I'm not quiet. I'm very assertive. Like I can't be, I have to just speak the truth or what it is and not let these people have the power to feel like, Oh, okay, look at her. Like, I know this, I'm going to say all these things and people believe it. And I'm just like, why are you wasting your time? Well, the thing, the yeah. thing with those independent, those independent films is, I mean, they're, the budget is so you know, everything has to run perfectly, right, for these things to get Ugh. to pull them off. So yeah. you get any, yeah. you know, anything like that, and, and they can yeah. go off track so fast. I mean, we had we had Adrian Leon, you know, who did um, the Kindred movie that Tori was in, and he talked about the you know the budget and how quickly they had. To, I think they did the movie in eleven days or whatever. It, it was ridiculous. And you're yeah. like, wow, like, how do you how everything do you even has accomplish to fall that? Yeah. Yeah, it's you just have to hope that nothing goes wrong, you know, and then there's a lot of people where for me as an actor, if I'm looking at it from that point of view, like you, it, everything looks great, they can pitch a good speech to you. But then as time goes on, you find out like, okay, well, is this person really what they say? They have a big tether talking a lot. And my pet peeve is like people who always are have a lot to say, like they're always like, oh, this is going to be the biggest thing or this is that. And then they never have sure. anything to show for it. It literally bothers the heck out of me. And I've met so many people like that. And then you realize that they're doing that because they want the best people possible to make their film look good or their photo shoot look good or their name look good because, oh, I work with so-and-so or, but I end up doing all the work, right? They ask me, okay, well, can you come up with the outfits or can you, I'm the only one oh. doing everything and then they're not doing their part, but then they're taking all the credit, yeah. right? So then you worry about all of that. And like, that's what I always worry about is like, I'm being used right now. Like, then most of the time when I think that I am, I am. And so it's just this dichotomy of everyone's like, oh, you're doing amazing. You're doing all these things. But then I worry about who's genuine in my life, you know, yeah. because so many, even friends, platonic friends, females, males, there's always something in the back of their mind that they want out of it. You know, yeah, and then they end sure. up, yeah, their, everyone's just, up for their self. So yeah. what, what industry is the worst and which is the best of all the ones that you're in as far as like modeling and, and oh, movie? They all have, <laughs> I think the entertainment industry within itself, I think all of Period. them, I try to just say like, I'm in entertainment, like they all are the same in its own thing. It's all physically based. It's all image. It's all clout. Yeah. Um, it's right. all you know, who did it better. Um, and I'm just trying to be me, but then now people also want to be me. So now I was trying to me, just trying to make sure that people know that I am the carbon copy and like someone who stole my pose, my outfit ideas, you know, doing the exact same things. You know, how do you handle that? You know what I mean? Like, cause it, it's, it's different when I'm, I'm at a place where people know that and I don't have to worry about anyone like, sure. you know, taking it from me. But when you're a place that you've worked so hard and you built this up and you, blood sweat and tears and then you just see someone who was your friend just copying the same thing and now they're getting all the credit for it and you're sitting there like well now i have to find something else and then they take that and then yeah, they sure. release it faster than you and then you're like so but if, and if you say something then you sound like um right you're just right. trying and to you, yeah bash or yeah yeah right. that's too bad, right. that's too bad. you don't know what to do it's just it's an everyday struggle um yeah, so that's why I just try to stay as in people's faces as possible. Um, positive. Because, yeah. Well, let's speak of something positive. What, what, as in your modeling career, what, uh, where have you traveled that you absolutely enjoyed the most? That you're just loved. That the, the the greatest place to visit because you're mo- you're there modeling. Um, 
I actually haven't traveled that much as like, I haven't done anything international for modeling. I've gone to California, Orange County is very beautiful. Like I've shot in Laguna and Newport and some caves. So that's gorgeous. I think California has a lot of scenery, um, just the West Coast in general. Cause ever since I moved to Vegas, I realized like how many different things we have here that you could take advantage of. Yeah. So to me right now, like Vegas, like people don't think so, but like we literally have everything at our fingertips. You know, I did a theme actually, like a casino theme where I would go to these hotels and I would dress up as the theme of these hotels and it would look realistic. Like Excalibur, it looks like I'm in castles. And like, depending on how oh. you style your clothes and your modeling, like you can literally make all of these places like, anything you want it to be. You want to go into the mountains. You can go up to Mount Charleston with the wilderness, the lake, um, any hotel that you have downtown and it's very artsy. Yeah. So for a photographer and for a model, if you want something that a city that has so many different options and it's accessible, honestly, like Las Vegas has so much. Well, like, that's what, right. That's why it's booming out there so much right now. Right. right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's no, it's no coincidence that the independent film industry is you yeah, know, starting yeah. to, you know, do so much out there. Let's so. keep it secret, you know, so it doesn't get too big. Yeah. But but it, but have you ever yeah. been to Wisconsin? The bit the the booming. I've been there for travel. I've never <laughs> gone there to do a shoot. But That's when I was young, fun. family loved the dolls. So <laughs> yeah, we're yes. we're in we're in Wisconsin. So oh, I see. I was gonna. I was wondering. I know your central time. I was like, where are they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is he asking about Wisconsin? <laughs> That's a weird. Well, we're Wisconsin. We're up kind of by Green Bay. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of these things. We, as a Wisconsinite, you know, we, we may, we, we yeah. complain about the Illinois people that always come up during the summer. So <laughs> that's me. That was yeah, me. Yeah. Taking over, taking over our Dells. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. But the Dells, you can't, you can't blame you for coming to the Dells. It's a good time. No, yeah. no, Noah's Ark is a blast. It's a blast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I yeah. haven't been in so long. It's probably changed so much since then. But oh, I yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so uh, when did you leave Chicago or Illinois? Um, 2019. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I, I read you were Las Vegas is number six influencer in 2020. Somewhere named yes. you. So it didn't take you long if you only moved out there in 19 to yes, it did make not. Your way up the list. Anything's possible. Like it's been three years. I just had my three year anniversary this past April. Awesome. So. Yeah. Like I moved at the right time. I always tell people that I'm like, I can't imagine if I'd waited even a year later, the pandemic yeah. would have been right. Um, and then I probably wouldn't even found what I have now. And then I probably would not have gotten the jobs I have now, like, or the reputation. So I'm like, wow, like how things played out in my That's favor. Yeah. yeah. Are you um, still involved with the magic Mike show? No, that ended. I mean, I know they're going to do a second season. I think they are. I don't know. So we'll see. And what was your involvement with that? I was just background, pretty girl. I was just doing a couple episodes where they needed some people on the face. So you'll see me in the audience of the shows. Um, I never watched the season. I haven't watched it yet. It's on HBO Max. But I know I'm in a lot of the episodes. So, yeah. (laughs) I. You know, I, they would we, go off and they would, you know, have performances. I don't <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm randomly in there. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm 100% certain it's your favorite show. Well, <laughs> what can I say? It have you seen Magic it? Mike. Like live? Magic Mike? 
I have not yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen the movie. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of all of this. So I've seen the movie. I watched, I watched them both. Um, Cause years ago when it, I don't know when it came out, whatever year it came out, my daughter was a huge Channing Tatum fan and she would always uh. love, love, love. And I'd always, it was a, it was our joke that every time he we went to a video place, and I would pick up Magic Mike and I'd say, hey, should we rent Magic Mike tonight? Always she would run over. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> you can't watch this. And then I'd put it back and she'd be like. Oh, my well, gosh. Yeah. So um, for her 18th birthday, I bought her both Magic Mike movies. <laughs> yeah. Now you can watch. And you can watch them. And uh, of course, she watched them before that at a friend's house. But anyways, um, <laughs> so Magic Mike's in my brain because I. Yeah, I've heard so about you'll it definitely so need to watch this. Yeah, they picked ten guys from across America to do a competition to okay. become a mic. And so oh. there are a bunch of guys do who are not in the industry. They're doing their different jobs all around the country, and they have confidence. You know, there are things that they want to work on internally, and then doing this competition helps bring out, you know, sure. okay. yeah, so it's more reality TV than you know. Well, she's sure. not, she's nineteen now, and she's. Coming home in a week from college, your freshman year in college, maybe that'll give us something to watch over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Together. We're going to bond over Magic Mike. Lucky you. Lucky you. Yeah. And then you can message me on the side. Oh my God. She likes this contestant. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she might. She's going to love it. Come on. Give me the deets. I need to know more about this guy. Or she's like, Yeah. I mean, I became friends with all of them. So, I mean, uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll put that in the list. I'll watch your face when I suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be so thrilled or she'll be like channing's not in it i don't care <laughs> who knows so so i gotta go back to bts where did the love begin <laughs> yeah, I mean, have, have, have you been in love with them since they debuted uh they debuted in 2013 um i love their music and uh like i i it wasn't as much of like a oh my god they're so beautiful like love that I have now but it was um <laughs> but before like I listened to a couple of k-pop artists um back in the day like the older generations um like shiny girls generation Psy, jesse all those things and you know I just like the beat was just like k-pop I don't know if I've ever listened to k-pop like in a whole but like it's it gets you popping like you're about yeah, to dance. Yeah. You're like, yeah. it is catchy. I don't know what they're saying, but yes. So <laughs> as time went on, like, and they became more in your face, like, and then they got older, obviously, because the youngest debut when he was like 14. Oh, wow. So, you know, at that time, and like I was in college, and like I remember when Gangnam Style came out, and all of a sudden, everyone in America is like, What it what what is this? Like oh. K-pop, all that stuff. And so oh, that was um, our introduction to K-pop. I never mm -hmm. put that together. Okay. That, yep. was, that yeah. was our introduction to Cape. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, for the, the wide audience, yeah. like obviously if you're American and you like K-pop, you obviously know of those things, but for, cause Gangnam style, like everyone knew the dance right. and like, it kind of introduced how K-pop and the choreography is linked. Like okay. their choreography to those songs stays the same so that the fans can dance along with them as they perform. So okay. as I was just following along and then all of a sudden, like, I just started listening more and more K-pop as it came out. And I just became like a stan. And as new groups came out, I just saw myself slowly like watching their interviews. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm clearly a K-pop stan now. Let's be honest with ourselves. And then it just. Embrace yeah. it. 
Just embrace yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Because then once BTS, I got a little older and then I'm watching the music videos, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Stop. <laughs> so when they were in Vegas and you were doing, did you, have you met any of them? Yeah, I met them at the okay. Grammys. And that's when them? I was trying not to freak out. Because I was like, I didn't know they were standing there. Of course, this, oh. this is a total Priscilla moment. You know, I was watching Jay Balvin. I was sitting at one of like the celebrity tables. And this all happened during a dress rehearsal. So we don't have phones. The only people there are us, the artists, the background dancers, and the crew. So it's a very intimate moment and intimate space. And I'm sitting right there. And I'm just like, I can't believe like this is the Grammys, like right there, front center at J. Cole's table, right? And I'm dancing to J Balvin, like living my life, like looking crazy with a mask on. And I feel someone staring and right there waiting for their, their turn was BTS. And I did not know what to do, right? Cause I'm just like, this is the moment, right? Like they're literally staring at you. Like, what do you do when you know BTS is like literally staring at you? Yes. You just look like an idiot. Like it's totally, you know, so I didn't so what do you do? much, but I know. So I just went, I just put my mask on so they could see my face. I was like, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't breathe, I'm sure. Was... <laughs> Look, we are we are both giant fanboys for the Dave Matthews band. So we definitely we get, get it being get it. just in love with a band. And if Dave Matthews was all of a sudden standing right here, I'm sorry, but I would cut you off and be like, I'm over here now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I get it. I mean, when you're, you know, that moment yeah. happens. I don't know what I would do. It would be crazy. So, yeah, and the you, girl behind me saw me just standing there like this. And I was like, oh my God. Because I didn't <laughs> want to stare at them because I don't want to be weird. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable because they're like, oh no, like here's a bunch of army. They might attack us. Like they don't have their entourage or security because they're just rehearsing, right? They're working yeah. right now. Yeah. So they're scared that people are going to pounce on them. And I don't want to be that again because eventually if we pass our paths cross again, I don't want to like yeah. be reminded as that crazy when, person. When so, they cross again. When. Yeah. And so the girl behind me was like, girl breathe you need to breathe and I was like because I just went while there's music playing Jay Balvin is living his life dope song and I'm like <laughs> taking down my mask so they can see the full face you know yeah, the last thing you want to do is pass out they're going to remember that <laughs> maybe it'd be a good thing if I just you know something very k-drama and dramatic you know like, pass out, then maybe they'll one of them has to do out, yeah, CPR I mean, or something I'm just saying I, for next <laughs> time. oh my god oh my god I can't think about it <laughs> but yeah one member was staring at me like they moved I don't know if you saw their Grammy performance but I didn't I did a little know. bit they, yeah yeah, they started in the audience. So they were sitting down in random tables. And when they went to the table, obviously they passed me and then they were seated. Like I had a, a straight line viewing point with one of the members. And I remember like he was one that kept staring at me and I thought it was a completely different member at the time. And so I saw him sitting there and he was just dead straight like, and I didn't know what to do. So I just did it back. And I'm just like, oh my God, don't freak out right now. I was like, just take in this moment. Just remember it mentally. Like, I, I couldn't. I was, I, yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. It is a great story. I mean, to think yeah. about that you were able to, to be that close to them, more power to you. That's awesome. Yeah, because it's hard. You can't just meet them. And they don't allow that. Um, with K-pop, like it's not like Western culture. They used to do fan signings, but even at fan signings, you cannot take pictures with them. Okay. Because those pictures will end up leading to, oh, is they, are they dating this person? There's a bunch of rumors yeah. that start. Oh. You know, the labels get attacked. The label has to write out a formal thing saying this person is not. Then that person gets hate, right? So it's a whole liability 
for them to be seen with random people, females so, especially. So on one hand, it's like, that's crazy. Gee, that'd be horrible if they you got rumored to be dating one of them. <laughs> but to your point, they'd get hate mail. Yeah, and I would, would too. Threat. I probably yeah, would get you, attacked. Yeah, yeah. That, um, I would imagine any girl that got associated with them would would get a lot of threats. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's why they're very protected. And some K-pop artists have scandals or they have this or like people Photoshop it to make yeah. it look real. But I know back in the day, one band had to leave the group because he secretly got married. And oh. when fans found out, he got so much hate. The label got so much hate. She did that he had to just leave. So wow. all because he was a grown man and decided that he wanted to marry someone <laughs> you, like you? Like a normal human being, you know. Your life. You're signing your life over, right? Yeah. Right. You, you do. You K-pop you do. fans take your music serious. Heck yeah. Yes. Because it's the illusion, I think, that you yeah. belong to them, the fans, okay. and the fans belong to them. It's this relationship they have, but it's so obsessive in a way where they don't have normal lives. Like they work and they sleep, and they can't just go wherever, you know. Oh God, no. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like back in the the 50s or 40s when the actor you know they all couldn't be out in the gossip magazines dating or married mm -hmm. so anyways mm -hmm. yeah um so are you still practicing your art i am okay ah yes you're a really good researcher you know that i <laughs> that you you, yes. you do your research yes i, was I wondering do. okay um, yeah. is that at what time do you when do you find time to do it and yeah. is that is it a stress relief or is it Nope, I'm going to, even though I'm busy, I'm going to make time because I want to create it's, something right now. It's both. But yeah. me being the workaholic that I am, if I'm like a perfectionist. So if something doesn't come out perfectly, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, it's so stressful and it takes up a lot of time too. Yeah. Um, before I was really like pushing it out, like before I moved, I did all the paintings for my house. And so I oh, was wow. like back to my parents' house, like every day I was just like, okay, I'm going to try to get this done. I have a plan in my mind. Um, but now it's like when I'm, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but like in all the stress, but when I get home from a job, I'm just like, I just want to sit here for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? And then I think about, cause then to me, that painting becomes like a new, that's a task. Like I, I need to do it. I need to finish it. So on one hand, I'm like, oh, wow, there's no deadline really. And like, it's only yeah. something that is between me and the painting and I don't have to show anyone. But at the same time, me being me, I'm like, okay, now this is annoying me because now it's sitting here unfinished. Ah. So, but yeah, like I can show you, there's one right there. There's two there that I oh, did. Oh, sure. And yeah. Very beautiful. So, oh. so you can't, you don't have a whole bunch of painting started but not finished oh no no no, 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 no. you are not there's probably okay. only one that's only halfway done now because i yeah started it but no okay if i start <laughs> one yeah so where do you get your inspiration to paint do you ever at a during the day go i gotta remember that because i want to paint it later or yeah or, or i'll see um different things on the internet and then i'll like thank god for screenshots just so i have a mental memory like oh yes 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 this 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 right like that you know but i think a lot of my like emotions come out more so with my paintings like i think that's where i'm most vulnerable i think is okay. with that work of art where i don't have to be as like seen in a way if that makes sense because like every I, I do a lot of like um people like women 
in paintings, all different women that look different and then they are doing different things. These are very romantic or they're standing looking at something or they're wearing something, they're dancing. But back in the day, I remember it all started because I'm just like, oh, like these all represent me in some way. Okay. You know, even though yeah. I'm not a blonde girl at Versailles, like a part of that is like my style or someone that I wanted to be. And so like, whereas on camera, you only see my face, right? And I'm doing playing someone else. I'm always a different character. So like, there's that whole similarity in painting, but I can choose with my painting, like what that means or what emotion it gives off, right? Yeah, I have sure. that control. So yeah. when you're modeling, do you envision like the clothes you're wearing? Oh, oh, oh sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I just make sure um, we didn't get cut off. Um, well, I was gonna say, so, so when you're modeling, do you, and the clothes you're wearing, do you perceive yourself as a character at that time or yourself modeling in beautiful clothing? And I'm trying to tie that back with your artwork. Yeah, well, that's one thing about modeling that I always tell, especially new models, and Tori was one of them, is that I, that's, it relates to acting in a way. And maybe that's where I got it from, is that when I model, like, I'm playing a part, you know? And when I set up shoots, if I have the power to do so, like, it's very, everything has to make sense. The outfit has to make sense, location has to make sense, and then my posing has to make sense, and hair and makeup. Every, it has to create a story, like a whole editorial oh. of like, cause then there's no purpose to me. If I'm taking a picture and why I'm wearing this, why, why am I wearing this outfit? Like, what am I trying to say? This is like a photo of a girl in a bikini in an alley. Like, I'm yeah. confused. You know, why? that's how I see photos of <laughs> models. Like, okay. and so I always tell models, especially when they first start out and they wonder about posing is, you can't, I don't do the same pose I would do in a bikini that I would do in an evening gown. Or if I do that sure. pose, I, it has to mold where it makes sense for the gown. Because I never also want any clothing item to wear me. Like I want to wear the item. I want it to be in unison. Yeah. So I see when I'm doing a shoot, like in my mind, I just kind of like an on and off switch as the camera starts rolling. I automatically become whoever it is I'm becoming, you know, and so have you ever had any conflicts with a, a photographer that is saying, um, you know, I, I don't care or just, just smile. And you're like, no, I want to do it this way because of what you just explained to us. And he was like, no, I want it a different way. Have you ever I've had that, that way? problem only with photographers who think that I'm a beginner. They don't mm -hmm. do their research. And I try, and it's so hard to keep my mouth shut, but I know that like, I respect, like a photographer has their vision, yeah, right? And they yeah. are only one close-ups. It's fine, it's different, but that that was already planned out. Like, I understand that, that that was the concept of the shoot. That's why you're asking me here. Like, it's very, like, I under I know. Whereas I've gone to some shoots where the photographer already like, tells me, oh, this is what you're wearing. This is blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to posing, the way they speak to me is very just like, Oh, like they'll, they'll like already direct me with something basic. They don't give me the liberty to just show myself first or like, okay, like try this and then just let me move. Um, they're very like, okay, do this and that. And then after when like, where they're stopping shooting, they see me do something and they're like, oh, now when you don't tell an Instagram model to pose, like it's when she poses. And I'm like, you know, I've had a wow. lot of men, a lot of men who don't do their research and they just talk down to me and try to like, Mm. you know it's a very it's a very different dynamic versus someone who had a plan but they do it in a respectful way versus someone that like 
do it because they feel like, oh, another model I have to pose. Because yeah. that's a photographer's nightmare is when they have to also pose the model. You know what I mean? Try yeah, to yeah. speak to the model where she understands, you know. So, yeah. So you think it'd be better if the photographer says, gives you his vision and then, okay, how, mm -hmm. now that well, you that, see that's it. That's for me. Some models like to be posed because they don't know how. But okay. for me, yeah. like, yeah. Now if you me. have certain shots and then you tell me, okay, like, I envision this or can you do this? It's fine. Um, but then also if they let me have the liberty of also like just moving, because I'm yes. very much, I don't stay in one spot for too long. After I hear two clicks, I'm on to the next thing. I just let my body flow. Um, yeah, I, okay. I prefer that again, like respectfully, like whatever their vision is, it is what it is. But I also want the respect back as well. Like, so but don't also treat me like, oh, this model is an Instagram model. <laughs> well, well like, if these photographers need any help in doing research, they can call us. We are research Yeah, honestly, experts. like you guys are the king <laughs> of research. I'm so shocked. We're, like, well, I'm very impressed. Well, thank you. Um, I do like to ask the questions that we can't find answers to, though. And like, what does Priscilla like to do to decompress? Everyone asks me that question because <laughs> they're just like, do you never like relax? Right. Like I always feel like you're working. Yeah. There's a reason but you get I, that question a lot, right? Yeah, I do. They're like, do you ever like have fun? Yeah. And I'm like, well, work is fun. And they're like, really? Oh my like, yeah, it, Yeah. I mean, I like K-dramas. I like, um, you know, I love K-pop night. That's like my one night <laughs> a month where I literally have the most fun. I swear to you. Okay. Um, yeah so what clubs have that yeah. certain clubs, only right? one in town so i found out back in october it's called odd fellows you're okay. in vegas you have to definitely go the reason why is because the owners one are very down to earth very humble very much like you guys they give me that vibe and every night they have a different theme so they um you know mold to everyone's different niches so if you like latin music they welcome oh. all the locals who like latin music you just meet other people in their niche, have fun, listen to music, their favorite music all night. Emo nights, another one, you know, 90s, all those things. And so the first fun. Thursday of every month is always designated to K-pop night. Okay. So you go there, everyone knows the choreography, they perform with the music video, you know. Okay, that's And you fun. meet everyone in that niche. And it's just like, for a geek who's in K-pop where everyone's, you know, always like, oh my God, those Asian people coming in town. Like, and meeting people who are the same, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> we're soulmates so i made quite a few friends from but that night but how fun could that be to right? you know that you're with other people that are going to do the dance with yeah. you don't yeah. care and i don't want to hear other in music my industry like i love that i love meeting people yeah. who all do different things so i can feel like i can just be myself for like once yeah. you know what i mean like it's yeah. really hard like if you meet a bunch of people who do what you guys do you're like oh yeah. like you're just talking about what you do all day that's all yeah. i talk about they ask you oh like how do you do that? Or, oh, do you ever think? And you're like, can I please just like meet someone who does, I don't know. Whatever. Anything but. Yeah. <laughs> so the first, but. so you, the first Thursday of every month, you take no work. You, you, you already have that in your calendar. <laughs> Boom. Yo. I'm blocked. Yeah, it's, block, at least block. By, if I'm free by at least 9, 30, 10 at night, <laughs> I will be happy. Like I remember last week and I, this is a good manifestation story. If you guys are in the law of attraction. Yes. I'm queen of this because when I really want something, I just decide. So I'm filming this Netflix movie and they're now on average 13 hour days and I hate my life. So <laughs> that Thursday I took on the job because I was like, okay, well, the pay is good. I really don't want to, but I don't know. Like we better be out 
by 10, 10 30. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay. Ha, ha, ha. Like our call time's 11 45. You know, by 12 hours, it's only 11 45. And I was like, no, I'm going to K-pop night. Like, my friend's <laughs> waiting for me. We have a plan. I'm going by 10, 10 30. I'm leaving. Guess what happens? 10 o'clock, the power goes out. <laughs> Wait, did Yo, you do it? they sent everyone home. They wrapped at 10 15. I ran, I drove my ass back to town so fast. I was like, yes. And I made it. Is I couldn't believe it. Is there a video you pulling a switch yeah, somewhere? Like, no, I couldn't. Like, I had asked, I was starting to freak out. I was like, hey, you guys haven't used me this whole time. When you do use me, the camera's not facing me. I was like, do I need to be here? Like, yeah. I will let go of that two hours over time. Like, I don't care. Like I, this is driving me nuts. Like I've been here all day and they're like, okay, well, I don't know we can, we'll see what we can do. But like, we're looking at wrapping around midnight, one o'clock. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, this is not happening. Then all of a sudden power just goes out. And I was like, oh. I'm going to K-pop night. Yeah. God. Even the second AD was like, you are, weren't you the one that wanted to leave? I was like, yes. And he's like, why did you do this? And I was like, Bye. Sometimes, Bye. sometimes the gods just work in mysterious ways. Right? Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, not to dwell, but your artwork is there a place that we, people oh. can go see your artwork? Do you have no. ever have do you? What do you do with your artwork? Do you, I a lot of it is I either do for other people. My parents have a ton of it on their walls, but then also in their storage. I have some in my garage. A lot is in this house. Um, but yeah, now because of my busy schedule, I don't have much time. So now unless I need to do one because there's an empty space and I plan to put one there, like okay, I don't, which is good because then I like have it or, you know, it's hard though. Cause I just feel like it only started not as like a, a job you know it's just one of those things that I just did and I realized that I was good at and I was like oh like look at this little thing that like I can say that I can also do until it became so like people started to find out and then they asked for a bunch of different things that are not in my niche at all painting and then I'm like oh my god this like is going to become else. one of those things where it's a job job but it's not something that intended on being one so now the fun of it is taken away if that sure, makes yep. sense it and does, it's another yeah. job that's also time consuming Right. So it's not something that's quick and I can also do it like oh, influencer means, work, no. like something, you know, it's going to take a lot of time. So I try to just, it's my own, it's my, it's like my thing. You know what it's I mean? Yours. Like, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, not that I won't do it. If someone asks me like a friend or a family member, like, Hey, like, would you be able to do this for me? I still would, but it's not where I'm going to make a whole separate website and start doing prints and have my own gallery, maybe gallery one day, yeah. but not for, I'm not going to approach it as like, Hey, I'm this like full-time artist sure. that wants to be seen. You know, okay. maybe one day if someone's like, "Oh, the work of Priscilla Moy," then yeah, it's different. But yeah, yeah. absolutely not not yet. But okay, well, not, I just wanted yeah. to make sure <laughs> if it was out there um, for people to see it, we definitely wanted to uh, bring it up and promote it. But keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, keep it to yourself. Yeah, in, I mean, I can. I have pictures circle. of it. It's different, but I don't want to advertise it as like, "Oh, like she's taking." That yeah. she's a working artist with a gallery you know sure. like if people yeah. want to see it i'm ha more than happy to be like oh yeah i did this <laughs> but you know yeah i upload some of them on my instagram a lot of it's on my personal facebook i have an album um but here and there like i take pictures with them and you'll see them or i'll okay. do a new one and i'll post it like oh latest work and stuff like that so awesome. yeah 
well, I'll take a look on Facebook because I'd like to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with that, what, so what do you want to promote? What do you want us, us to, to tag with everybody in besides just your beautiful self? Well, I mean, the, I, I think as time went on and I always thought about like what I wanted to be considered as, because as we learn, like I hate labels. Like, I think it's just like me at this point and what I do, like, yeah, like I model, I act, but then I can also do fashion modeling, commercial modeling. But then there's me as a whole where like every day I leave the house, I'm like, I don't want to say that like I love the attention, but I like know I'm going to be seen. You yeah. know what I mean? I want you to focus like, wow, like her outfit. I've never seen anything like it because to me, like I love fashion. You know, when I was younger, okay. I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. So okay. like a part of me is just like, I want people to know who I am. So that way I can use that to just make the impact in the industries that I am in, you know, and I don't, I don't want to just be considered as another actress or a model, right? I want people to remember my name because of things that I want to change within the industry so that people can see that they can do it as well. Because also being an Asian American female, that within itself is its own other ballpark that, sure. you know, um, and it's just a lot harder for people like my height and then my ethnicity, um, and then my gender to get certain levels and to be very strong in certain things or not being seen as this thing, yeah. right? Oh, she's just another model, another actress, another whatever. She just wants this or, oh, she's an influencer. You know, like people brush it aside. So I just kind of want to be like, okay, well, you remember my name because then with that attention, you'll see the impact that I'm making in what I do. If that makes sense. It does. It does, because we know yeah. it And thank it you for not letting yeah. any of those things hold you back. And I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm someone who truly believes in manifestation and I can tell that you do as well. And, oh, and, yes. uh, and I, I, I think you're, uh, we're, this isn't, you know, that someday you're going to be on, on podcasts that you know, are much, much bigger than this one. And, and, uh, so we, we really appreciate you with as busy as you are giving us this much of your time. Absolutely. And, oh, well, thank you guys. Actually, like, this is like such an honor because I'm like, you really want to like ask about my life. I, I, I feel like it's just not as interesting. And we're, you know. Oh, but well, you know, once we, like I said, once we uh, saw you from Tori and it was like, yeah, absolutely. We want to, we want to know more about you. So thank yeah, you. I mean, I think the thing for us with this thing is just talking to as many interesting people as we yep. can, you know, Getting to know people. And what, whatever part of life they're in or whatever, it's just, it's, it's fun to have interesting conversations. So yeah, everyone has a story. I yeah. think that's so fun to learn. You know, you yeah. learn more about life and people just from meeting oh, yeah. different types of people. Absolutely. Yeah. So if yeah. people want to find Priscilla, where should they go? Is Instagram the, the main place or? Yeah, I think I prefer Instagram the most and that's where I post the most. Okay. Um, professionally, like I'm on IMDB. I have my website. Mm -hmm. Um, my website attached my instagram but yeah Excellent. or just look at the big screen and look at the magazines like you'll see me you'll see me eventually honey like <laughs> then you can't ignore me so hello well, we couldn't ignore you and we're gonna be looking for you i'm gonna i'm gonna go watch magic mike or whatever the the, the, the magic mike show. The show okay the magic mike show i gotta make yeah, sure i remember finding, this. finding magic mike okay i don't want to accidentally called. watch the movie <laughs> you'll be looking like hey i didn't see you like you said you were in it and i'm like so he'll no. watch it again and again yeah yeah again. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll contact you after the after this to because we want to send you a a tank top from our with our logo on it 
Oh, so we'll, absolutely. So we'll, we'll, yes. we'll get a hold of you after that word to send it and we'll get you of one. Of course. I'm so glad I met you guys. I feel like I made two new friends. Like when Perfect. I'm in Wisconsin, I'm going to be like, listen, <laughs> there you go. Where's the old fashioned at? We'll meet you in the Dells. I promise. We, got you some, we know where to get the good ones. We know where to get the good yes. old fashioned for yeah. sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course. If you come to Vegas, give me a call. So uh, I think we have to come to Vegas soon because like I said, doing this podcast, we've met so many people from yeah. Vegas that, that have asked us to come yeah. and we're like, we need to. I, yeah. Actually, on my birthday, we were there like, why didn't you come to Vegas to celebrate your birthday yeah. from Adrian yeah. and uh, Pat? So. There's a lot of interesting people here that you we guys love. It. love it's so. a great time. <laughs> like, a lot, it's so. a great time. Yes, I've been there many times. Yeah, but we got to get in. So yeah, well, thank you very much. We will definitely yes. reach out when we thank come. Thank you guys. Right. Have a good night. Yes, enjoy you your night. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric acid.